This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Hello and welcome to episode 146 of Potterini in a Cup of Tea. And on this episode I'm talking to Keen Griffin who has a an Instagram account called Gail Gorey and we talk about learning Irish and I'm trying to you know I want to learn Irish uh, I feel ashamed being an Irish person and not being able to speak my native language so um I talked to uh, Keen because his Instagram account is uh really funny and maybe I can pick up some Irish from that and I just wanted advice from him like for example his one of his posts here has a, a picture of Nadine Coyle, who, remember, was in the band Girls Aloud, but remember, she was on this Irish talent show, and uh, there was a meme doing the rounds recently because, remember, she lied about her age and she was kind of pretending she didn't... She uh, had made a mistake at, about her date of birth with... Uh, who was she talking to? can't remember but uh yeah so uh, it says for example here there's a picture of her confused looking head and it says misha egdenev movel trilock and that's me doing my oral exam so there you go i've learned something here today uh veil trilock i hope i've said that right that's oral exam veil being mouth i suppose uh so i'm hoping maybe that's one way i can learn a bit of irish is just by um following some accounts and just picking up words here and there and then meeting up with people and attempting to speak irish um so we talk about that uh yeah look i don't have much time this week uh i'm working on some other stuff and uh and one of the things i'm working on actually is this sketch podcast that i've been putting out for the last few months we're on the sixth one episode now that'll be the last for a while but the sixth one is a musical and uh yeah a musical you know what i mean about uh, a couple who are separated by the lockdown and 
Um, uh, look, here's here's one of the songs from the musical, one I wrote myself. Have a, have a listen. Remember back in 2020, living in the land of plenty, we had maximum employment, fulfillment and enjoyment, not like over there in China. Back in 19, they were trying to spread a rumour, they were angling that a flu came from a pangolin, and the damage it was doing to the people out in ruin. They say that it's killing folks, but I know it's all a Don't get a job! Don't let the government control us! Don't get a job! Prohibit and control us! Don't get a job! and cajolas. Stick your ouchie-ouchie from evil Dr. Fauci. 2020 is my vision, my opinion sparks derision. The virus, it is actual. The mortality is factual. They say don't let it phase you. It's just over there in Asia. I am mocked for my reliance on medicine and science. Every meeting and discussion ends up giving me concussion. They are taking me to task just because I wear a mask. I'm accused of being a liar. Everybody's a denier. Yeah. It's your opportunity, get a job, to vote for your immunity, get a job, care for your community, get your ouchie-ouchie, we love Dr. Fauci. We're cancelling all flights following government advice. So yeah, there'll be a load of songs on it. It's coming out next week in a few days, you know. First day of summer it should be out. And it's called DIC TV Radio. It's on uh, you know, Spotify and anywhere you get a podcast. And and the six episodes and this will be the last for a while. We put a lot of work into it and uh, we're not getting, you know, we're doing it off our own bat, but it's something to keep us all busy during lockdown. And it's been fantastic. I'm not sure if anyone's listening to it, but it's fantastic. Crack. And uh, yeah, so I'm on the Head Stuff Network podcast and there's many other brilliant podcasts on this network. And uh, here's here's one of them. Once upon a time Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast Every week we breathe new life into old stories from folklore and mythology From the mysterious landing of the old Celtic gods To the epic wars fought by Cúchulainn and Queen Maeve Right down to the petty squabbles between headstrong mortals and roguish fairies We already have a huge collection available with a new episode every Wednesday This is not just a podcast for folklore fiends, but for anyone who enjoys a good story. And who doesn't love a good story? My name is Kevin C. Olan, and I am your host and your fireside bard. Wherever you are in the world, you can always join me by the fireside. 
there you go. There are loads of them. So just have, go on the uh, headstuff.com uh, website and you'll find loads of podcasts. Um, in the meantime, um, I was out camping in a place called uh, TP Adventure uh, Centre, or just TP Adventure, in Wicklow last weekend um, with a group of people, the same people that I go for dips in the sea with. And uh, we all stayed in one TP in the woods. It was fantastic. Went for a hike uh, on one of the days. And there's a river right beside the uh, TP area. And we dipped went into the river three times over the weekend it was amazing beautiful weather just jumping into fresh water it was fantastic and there's loads of teepees in the woods and they do little talks about uh forest bathing you know i don't know what that is i I believe it's just walking around the forest but quietly you know soaking in the atmosphere no no chatting meditation kind of vibe I, i haven't done it so i actually don't know but get the impression that's what it is but other stuff about the forest and little courses but you don't have to do them uh but they they uh are there available and and you they will cook your breakfast if you uh, book it in advance and dinner and you sit around an a log fire in the evening with other people and have a chat and it was absolutely great um so i want to go back there again and maybe have a chat with the I think it's Ed, the fellow who runs it. Very great, great place. Good thing to be doing. Staycationing, you know. I'm going to be going down to La Hinch as well in a, about a month's time with the same people to try a bit of surfing. Woo! Yeah. But um, in the meantime, yeah, uh, this is my chat with Keen, And uh, we just talk about learning Irish and that kind of thing. And... Uh, in a fun way or you know how best to go about it yeah hi keen how are you today not too bad not too bad how are you i'm good where are you in the world i am in wicklow very glamorous um move back for covid but hopefully back in dublin soon okay did you oh you grew up in wicklow and uh how did you become a native irish speaker in wicklow yeah a bit of a weird one i mean none of my friends or family had any irish at all i just liked it in school i it's as simple as that i think i was good at it so i kind of put a bit more effort in because i was like ah this can be what I get my A in or whatever for the leaving cert. And then I did grand, went to the Gwail Talks, and I think anyone that's gone, oh, I hate to be that guy. I sound like such a dose. <laughs> but like, it really does change your perspective so much. Um, it shows, you know, it's a, it's part of our culture, not necessarily just a school subject. So that really just gave me a, a love for it. So I did it in college and yeah, here I am now. I did a master's in it as well. So I, <laughs> Yeah, it's part of my life now. That's interesting because I um, educated in Meath and Kildare, and my Irish is awful. And we're, my older brothers and sisters were educated in Galway, and their Irish is really good. So I always blamed my <laughs> East Coast education. So I can't blame it, really, can I not? <laughs> I mean, 
I didn't. I honestly would say I, I learned most of my Irish in Galway in the Gaeltacht. But, um, yeah, I had a, I had a good teacher. She was, she was grand. But I think the syllabus is a bit shite. Like, mm. I seen a thing yesterday. One of my friend, teacher friends is just whinging that she can't. Obviously, we've, we've all seen that. Oh, people don't blame your teacher, whatever. It's, it's a, it's not the way it's taught. But I guess to an extent, it kind of is. I mean, not necessarily how the teacher is dealing with the syllabus, but the syllabus itself, they can't get to like the likes of grammar and the basics of a language when they have to cover like 30 poems or whatever. So, yeah, I think the Gwaeltacht and what I learned in Galway had nothing to do with literature and all that shite. So <laughs> I I got to learn the basics. But yeah, I think ideally going to a Gwaeltacht would help a lot. So what is it about Gwaeltacht? Whale talk, sorry, that um, gives you the spur to learn it or helps you learn it much more quickly. I guess it's just immersion, being like surrounded by it. I went to one where you're not allowed to speak English. I know there's a few like, you know, Gwaelga summer camps where you can kind of just dip in now, but mine was quite strict, which looking back, I'm, I'm grateful for. But I mean, also, I'm say, you're staying with the Galway family where there's like toddlers that are speaking fluent Irish and you're like here now like what's my excuse they they can barely say their oars but they can they can you know speak this entire language and a bit, a bit of shame plus the motivation of um the immersion and I guess it's just it's taught in a way where you don't even know you're learning a language it's just you're living and having fun and it's it's baked into what you're doing which definitely isn't the case in school Right, and so uh, you you kind of push the Irish language. No, you don't push it, but I mean, you make it kind of fun and whatever on Instagram. That's how I come across you. So, um, so is that something you want to do? You want to like spread the news about it, and that it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I guess, and that goes back to what I just said. Te- like learning it without even realizing you are, um, and. I mean, I set up, I set up my Instagram page originally because I wanted to improve my Irish. I was like, oh, me posting every day will just have me using it more because since leaving college, I now work in like just the tech world through English. So this is my way to keep up Guelga. Um, but yeah, as it's progressed, I've kind of realized how popular the likes of memes and stuff are in Irish because it's content that people, especially young people consume anyway, but it's just offering it through Irish. And yeah, I've got, I, most of my audience will be like under 24 people in college or, or even search trying to just trying to have more Irish in their life and have that immersion when they're on their phone even. And social media has been class. I have to say the the, the amount of Guelga accounts popping up everywhere, like, fashion bloggers travel bloggers etc true irish it's just mad but yeah that's kind of what i want to do just a bit of crack um through irish yeah it's really good your instagram is amazing um Thanks. you did a great april fool's day so. <laughs> Funny. um so i am shit at irish so what advice would you give me how if i, I want to learn it i want to learn the language I guess, 
I mean, the the motivation is always the the good part to see because that is what most people say. Like, oh, I'd love to know more. I'd love to learn more. I guess not. I'm obviously a bit biased, but honestly, following social media accounts in Irish is a great first step. There's so many people on literally everything. YouTube is a new one where there's where there's a lot of people popping up, and I think it's great because you've got the English subtitles listening to the Irish. There's radio. There's I mean, Instagram is also great in my opinion. Twitter, um, and then I guess outside of that, if you want to kind of progress more, there's so many Irish language classes going on now for people of all ages. Um, a few of my friends teach in Connor and Aguilga where they're teaching adult learners and people that are going back to relearn the language, maybe because they've got kids in Gwale school or whatever. But honestly, I know. I don't want to go off on a rant, but Irish really is like in on the up. And I know that's going to be questioned by a few people, but honestly, there's so many, so many resources nowadays. Um, and yeah, social media and I mean, social media is the free way to do it. But again, yeah, there's so many courses. I, I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, yeah, no, but would you uh, consider like uh, one of the online courses like, uh, the Duolingo do it to Irish. Yeah, they do. And actually, oh, there's some crazy stat like Duolingo is the, or Irish is the fastest growing language for non-English speakers on, or for English speakers on Duolingo. Um, yeah, it's, it's mad. There's like 1.5 million people learning it a week. Mm-hmm. That's just off the top of my head because I've talked about this before, but, um, Personally, I'm not a fan of Duolingo. I've tried to use it to learn like Italian and stuff. And I think it's fine. It's good maybe as a refresher if you've got the basics. But I think it's it's hard to, it's just not my way of learning basically. But a lot of people use it to learn Irish. Now, what about any other uh, online? I know there's another online courses like basically. Yeah, I think... I think an online course when you actually have a teacher is probably better. So you can, you know, ask questions. You can't really ask Duolingo any questions you don't get. Um, and there's more of a, a structure to the curriculum. I think Duolingo is more about just vocab. Mm. It's not really telling you, teaching you the language, it's just teaching you how to say certain words, which is great. Um, as someone who's kind of refreshing, but I think if you're going for, you know, the whole, the whole hog, you need to be going to, a class with a teacher um yeah but social media would be where i'd start okay yeah instagram and you say in youtube just watch stuff on youtube with the subtitles yeah if you if you literally look search gelga on on youtube you'll get so many like vloggers that either just do normal content that happens to be in irish yeah. or they, they're like educators who use youtube to teach um, there's so many like beginners videos like I think that's the good thing bite sized 5 minute 10 minute videos of like how to greet people in Irish how to do the numbers how to do whatever like basic grammar mm. you know, that's probably not where I'd start um, grammar is grammar like yeah I'm not going to go into it but that's a, that can be a bit deflating but there are there are ways around it. There's easier things to start with. But yeah, YouTube, even TikTok. I don't know if you're you're on TikTok, but there's a lot of Gwell on TikTok. Yeah. 
I'll take, I'll have a look at that. I'll have a look. So, I mean, yeah, because basically, yeah, you learn a language, uh, your native language, you know, say you learn English, you don't learn grammar, you just, you just try it as a baby or whatever. Yeah. I presume that's probably the best way to learn any language. It's just, you have to try and say something and just. Yeah. (laughs) I think. Like I learned a lot of my, so during college, I also started a radio show with my friend, which is where Gail Gorey actually originally started um, as a way again to keep up my Irish and to learn more because I was like, oh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit behind compared to the rest of the year. And I think the pressure of having to to speak it, maybe pressure is not the right word, but you know, the, the fact that you have to speak it on the radio you're you're looking up certain phrases and you're making sure you know all the vocab and just that oh yeah I don't like the word pressure but the pressure to not screw up forces you to just make sure you know all of these words and trying to find um situations like that to put yourself in will definitely help you like whenever I have to do a talk on like for pride, I'll have to, I'll be doing other talks with colleges or schools, but I have to make sure I know like everything about that topic inside out in Irish. Mm. Just so I, I don't look stupid on the day, but every time I have some sort of media or press thing, I have to, yeah, learn loads of new stuff. And I think that's good having, having something to work towards. Um, and I don't know if anyone's listening to this that is interested in like a radio show or whatever. Radio Rira and Radio Melissa are great for like letting young people with no experience whatsoever on the radio get on. That's how I started. I literally emailed. I was on my friend's show as a guest a week later. I was like, Oh, I'd love to do this. And then a week after that, I was on the radio. And I think, yeah, they're really, Guelga is great in terms of opportunities like that. Um, I think I'm going on a tangent. You're going to have to rein me in. No, no, this is great. Yeah, it's great. And do you then meet up with other Irish speakers on a regular basis to have a chat? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, you lockdown wouldn't have helped that, but in normal yeah. senses. I mean, when I was in college, I was I studied English and Irish for my undergrad and then just a master's through Irish in for my master's. And I'd say, honestly, I was spending about 75% of my time in like through Irish. Because all my classes in school, most of my friends, most of my social activities were all at Irish events. So I was, I nearly, I'd say my English went to, went to shite that, that year. But, um, um, what was I say? Yeah. I think since then, a lot of my, a lot of my Irish friends have come from Instagram and from social media. I think there's a really nice community where I haven't met half them. I think this, my Instagram really took off during COVID. And I've made, it's, it's so cringe to say that I've made internet friends. Cause I think when I was a kid hearing people say that, you'd be like, whack job. But yeah. like internet friends, uh, people that I've never met that I feel really close to just cause I, I chat to every day, even just sending voice notes in Irish is a great way to, to practice. But that's, yeah, that's how we communicate. And yeah, I'm looking forward to a pop up Gwaltox when COVID like ceases. Have you, have you heard of them yet? before yeah so it's class it's like two two Dublin lads I think um they just set up it's basically like a a night that goes to different night 
like bars around Dublin. Now, a few other countries and a few other cities in Ireland have adopted it now, but it's basically just a gathering of people to speak Irish on a night out. Um, just, yeah, trying to bring Irish into more social settings. So it's not necessarily so formal. Um, so yeah, just drinks and chats in Irish. And they're usually packed, like. Yeah. And what about, uh, could you come in as a, as a beginner into something like that? Or would you? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, I mean, say it that, I mean, I think people are often afraid to admit and they're just kind of like standing there in silence. But yeah, just be like, Oh, I've only got a few, a few words of Irish or whatever, but I want to learn. Like people are, I think there is a bit of a, a, a stereotype out there that, you know, all Irish speakers are a bit elitist and yeah. they're correcting your grammar and stuff. And of course there are people like that. I mean, I still get, people attacking my grammar and um, but that's very 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 few and far between most people are just like delighted like i'm happy that you asked me here to chat about irish i'm happy to be <laughs> to be spreading the agenda and um, no but yeah anyone that is interested in learning more is going to be is going to be welcomed yeah and i think that's something that really needs to be thrown out there yeah no it's a weird thing because i grew up uh, my both my parents from galway and they in fact, even when they spoke Irish or when they like I try they try and help me with my Irish homework, they were pronouncing everything completely differently. I was telling them that's wrong, but they were probably actually had the right pronunciation. <laughs> what I was learning in school was a completely different pronunciation. I don't know whether it was, uh, you know, uh, in the pale kind of Irish Dublin area Irish. And they had the real Galway stuff. I mean, it's the same as English. It's just accents, really, and different dialects. Mm. I mean, I've, my Irish is just, I don't even know what it is because I've had teachers from Munster, Ulster, and Connacht. And yeah, I grew up in, in Leinster. So it's a mishmash. I'll say random, random things with technically like an Ulster accent in Irish. And then, so it just depends on who, where you learn. I, and I think there's definitely been a, a massive explosion of like Dublin Irish. Mm. That's te- like, that's probably what I have with a bit of, with a bit of Ulster Irish when I get drunk because I just like putting on the accent. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't think there's any wrong or right. It's just, I mean, the, the people from those Gwaltic areas will definitely say that they're the best, but yeah, it's just personal preference where you grew up, where you, where you learned your Irish from. Right. And what is the, the blast they talk about? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's like, so blast all it'd be like Ulster accent. It's just the, yeah, it's, it's the dialect or the, the accent basically. Right. Okay, okay, right. Well, listen, I'm going to give it a go and uh maybe I should set uh, a target to do, because I do stand-up comedy, so maybe to do, let's say, five minutes of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Irish. Do it. And uh, I'll let you know how I'm getting on. I'll, I'll give it a go. But even, like, if you're, I'm sure you can... You can make a piece about learning Irish. That will give you lots of content if you're if you're trying to relearn Irish. I'm sure, you'll yeah. get some comedy gold out of that. Yeah, um, true. I hope I can get an audience though <laughs> that <laughs> understands what I'm saying. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, Des Bishop did it years ago. So. Yeah, I remember. And he's an American, so it's 
it's pretty embarrassing for me. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's another that's another thing that that kind of motivated me seeing all the likes of Des Bishop coming in from other counties. Another lad, Alex Hyman's. He's I think he's Scandinavian and he wrote a novel in Irish. I'm like, come on, now, Keen. Like, what's what's your excuse? Yeah. Wow, really? That's yeah. A, I'm sure there's loads madness. Of, I'm sure there's loads of Japanese that can speak Irish as well. <laughs> Just tend to be good at everything. Um, yeah. So, well, listen, it's been brilliant talking to you. And if people want to get you, what's the, your Instagram address? Or yeah, um, <laughs> username. I, I, I like Instagram address better. Um, my Instagram address is Gail Gorey, so G A Y L, shitty Irish pun. Um, That's good. But yeah, Gail Gorey. And you've got low, like you've got uh, fourteen over fourteen thousand followers, so it's really taken off you there. And yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think I. I just, myself yeah no yeah thanks and actually this is quite surreal i i i grew up watching father ted and then killing the scully was on fucking repeat for years in my house oh, really? Not that, yeah. my brother was obsessed so it was on every single day for like five years and um, but but yeah this is it's nice chatting to you quite quite a weird moment oh cool been great great talking to you keen and i uh, love your stuff on instagram and um yeah Say something in Irish. Fermila mila mahagot. Fear of weak deeds. And slum. Slum. That was Kane. And um, next week I'll be uh, talking. It's all about self improvement these days. You know what I mean? So I'll be talking to a fella called. Uh, Coleman Power, who, you know, uh, I know he, he does, you know, he's, he's, he's into exercise and diet and all that and finding your food, uh, or from a local source and it being organic and all that. So I'm going to have a chat with him and I'm going to keep in contact with him over the next few months and get into a routine, you know, um, do the exercise, change my diet and, uh, see how that works out. So, this is, um, you know, going to be fit, learn Irish, whatever. That's my whole thing at the minute, you know. Trying out new things, giving them a go, changing my lifestyle. Uh, in the meantime, uh, have a good week and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Um, yeah, stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. Say as Roy. All right, man. Buzzing, buzzing, man. Buzzing. Ah, oh, jeez, buzzing. You know what I mean? <laughs>Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief.
Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com.